0: Welcome to the Firearms Trainers Podcast, part of the ConcealedCarry.com network. I'm your host, Rob Beckman. We bring you this podcast to support the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every firearm instructor in America that dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. This episode is brought to you by our friends at the FTA, the Firearms Trainers Association. Head on over to their website at ftaprotect.com to learn more about their instructor coverage they offer and their competitive pricing. Receive a special 10% off on your policy by entering promo code FTP10. This episode is also brought to you by the Concealed Carry Gun Tools app. The best resource for any fire instructor and their students is also free. Available for both Apple and Android devices. Search your app store for Concealed Carry Gun Tools today and download this free app. Find maps, gun businesses near you, legal summaries, articles, videos, training logs, and this podcast don't miss a beat on the industry. Download the app today. Today's bonus episode is with Jeff Chesting, who is a USCCA certified instructor, Kentucky Department of Criminal Justice CCDW instructor, an NRA instructor, and certified range safety officer. And besides firearms training, Jeff has also been involved in corporate training for over 25 years. Welcome, Jeff. How's the weather down there in Kentucky?
1: Yeah, we just had a a thunderstorm roll through, so I'm uh, uh, (laughs) watching my uh, gutters uh, overflow, so...
0: Springtime in the Midwest, yep. you know, you got the storms rolling through. And I guess the only thing you can say is uh, thank goodness we're not up in uh, Iowa and, and those places that just got completely dumped on the last couple of days. Exactly. So that was really neat. Well, hey, on this uh, bonus episode, uh, I know you and I were both at the NRA instructor update. Uh, wanted to go along and get this information out to our listeners as, as quickly as possible. Uh, the one thing I'll pre- preface this with is uh, all the information is notes that both myself and Jeff uh, took during the instructor update. If you've got any specific questions on it, uh, remember give the NRA training and education a call or drop them an email. Uh, they are the official source, but this gives uh, a quick update for those people that weren't able to make the update to understand uh, what's going on and some of the things that are happening on the training education side with the NRA. So, just some, uh, some quick, uh, Numbers that were passed out at the instructor updates, RSOs—they're up over sixty thousand instructors. There are over one hundred ten thousand instructors. Training counselors are over two thousand two hundred instructors over that that, and then coaches are over uh, sixty seven hundred also, and they're growing. Uh, the one note they uh, mentioned was the instructor numbers fluctuate depending upon people's renewals uh, when people re- renew their instructor ratings, but ever but they've been sticking right around 110 to 117 for uh, the last uh, couple of years. Uh, uh, Jeff, you want to go along and talk about the new bullpen answering uh, system that they have, uh, that they talked about?
1: Sure. Basically what it was is um, um, right now what they've set up is is what amounts to a hotline where when you uh, call in, they'll they'll actually talk to a live person right away, and they'll handle the bulk of the kind of like the level one support calls. And then, if they need to get more information or pass on on the line, they'll uh, they'll go ahead and escalate that call. It sounded like it was a pretty good system because they also had the ability to, uh, if uh, if the bullpen was getting slammed, uh, they had the ability of, uh, to basically turn everybody into uh, first line operators to uh, uh, to get the uh, calls answered. I know that's been uh, um, kind of a complaint that people have had uh, have had at least in some instructors is that it's been difficult to. Uh, to really get through um uh with one phone call and uh, i took this as a great uh, a great step forward
0: yeah i thought it was really great that you can actually get a hold i know years past i've been doing nra training now for almost 10 years you give a call and you get a you, you get a return phone call a week later literally and with this uh what the update that they were telling everybody is they've given people the ability to handle the call or make sure it gets transferred to the person who can handle the call. They really want to avoid making people leave voicemails, which means they call you back, they find out the information, then they get the right person involved. So I think this is a step in the right direction. They still have their email system, but when people have questions now about their ratings, about courses, they can go along and get a hold of somebody quickly and easily without having to wait as uh, was before. So that's a great uh, movement. Uh, the other thing that they announced was the women on target uh, program is moving over to the competitive shooting division. And that means they're going to be relaunching that whole program. So if there are women or other instructors out there that are uh, putting this program on, uh, keep your eyes open because they will be relaunching it. Uh, they didn't give us a whole lot of information about that, but just, uh, it's been moved to a different division and they're also going to be, uh, relaunching it, probably some rebranding from what I can, uh, understand also with it. uh, youth programs, Jeff, uh, what do you, what do you, uh, remember about that?
1: Well, the, the things I picked up from the youth program is they're, they're actually expanding the ambassador program, which I really, uh, um, I, I think it's a is a great is a, a great program. I'm real glad to see that they're, uh, they're expanding that. Of course, they did the uh, NRA Youth Day um, on uh, on that on Sunday. Usually, the uh, for people who haven't gone to to NRA um, annual meeting the la- Sunday, they do a, a Youth Day where basically they do uh, scavenger hunts and and uh, the I, I worked the air gun range and we stayed pretty busy um, with uh, with just all the youth uh, cycling through. Um, another thing they did was uh, um the the Winchester program uh the Winchester marksmanship program is now just the uh, it's it's been rebranded i think it's a marksman. It's just, i think they just call it the marksmanship program now.
0: marksmanship qualification program yes
1: That's it. and um um so i think Win- winchester's they're they're not sponsoring it but i'm glad to see that they're still keeping that uh um that they're still keeping that program going. I know that was really popular uh, with the scouts. Once they got the rifle merit badge, uh, they wanted to get the rest of those rockers.
0: So. Mm-hmm. Get the rest of them, and you know whether we're dealing with 4-H, Boy Scouts, uh, uh, any kind of youth group, it gave them a great way of uh, getting them getting into shooting sports and encouraging it and even adults, uh, to continue improving their skills in a lot of different areas from pistols, rifles, shotguns, uh, even muscle loading is all in there. So those are uh, really great, uh, things for, uh, for the youth and for other people to come with marksmanship program. One thing I thought was really great. And, uh, again, short on details here, but they are coming out with the NRA outstanding achievement youth award and be interested to see what those qualifications are because I'm sure there'll be a lot of people out there that yeah. are, uh, deserving. Of course, they'll be, they'll, they'll don't know how many awards will be given out, but those awards are in the increments of, uh, 5,000, 4,000, 3,000. So it's a, it's a pretty serious amount of cash for, uh, for these kids to win to help them continue on in their shooting uh, endeavors. So those exactly. are really good. Uh, one of, one other thing that, uh, Remember, they were talking about this coaching program. Now, I'm not a uh, coach. Uh, are you a coach, Jeff? I'm not. No. Okay. So talk, not quite something either one of us is really experienced with. But one thing I took away from it that might help myself or other people become a coach is actually, they're actually going to be moving the program online. So the people who are interested in doing can become more uh, – can get certified without having to travel, you know, a couple states over because there's there's not as many coaching uh, programs available as there are for uh, instructor programs. So the those are uh, things where it could, could open things up a little bit. And the big difference is I understand it. When you're an instructor, they come to a class – your students come to the class, they leave the class, and unless they've got a question, they, there's no – Long-term expectation, you'll be uh, working with them. On a coaching coaching program, it's one of those to where they expect you to go along, work with a group at a club or work with a group to, you know, week after week, month after month, work on things to try to improve people's skill levels. It's a little little different than the instructor program. Uh, That's one reason why I'm not in it. Because I have just haven't gotten into the club side of things, but also one of the reasons what you know from the scout perspective where I would uh, be very much interested in learning more about the coaching program and potentially becoming one down the road.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One of the things I was really really excited about listening to is about their adaptive shooting program. Uh, I've actually we've got a podcast coming up here in the next couple of weeks uh, on not adaptive shooting per se, but on challenges that people may face. And those are a couple of things where it really, really uh, hit home. when when Dr. Joe, who leads up the adapt- adaptive uh, shooting program for the NRA, uh, was talking about everything that was uh, going on. Um, you want to uh, take take that one, uh, Jeff? Yeah, I,
1: I, I thought, um, I know everybody goes to the uh, NRA and they're looking for the best to show as far as what uh, new products are there, but uh, to me, uh, Dr. Joe was, uh, was, I went to both of his seminars. He did one on, uh, uh, the aging defender, which I might, uh, qualify. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, the thing I really liked, and I think if you, if you've been involved in, in, uh, in, in, in instructing youth, um, especially you always end up with a story like, uh, like, and he told one about Ella, who was this, uh, was this gal who, uh, she just wanted to compete in something she was a special needs child had some uh, some physical limitations with it and uh, uh, they got in touch with the adaptive shooting shooting program and worked with her and everything like that and the day the day before uh, he was there at uh, was well, been Thursday or Friday um, she took second place and um, and I think that's that's phenomenal and we I think a lot of times we uh, we forget that really the skills that in uh, the the sport that people were, were, were trying to to teach, especially the youth is something they'll be able to do for, for decades, you know, uh, Life-
0: lifelong that, skills exactly. that they can go along and, and work on just like we were talking about the marksmanship qualification program, mm-hmm. Ella can now go along, go from the level that she's at currently and continue to, uh, improve her skills. And I believe Dr. Joe said that she was competing in air rifle division. And, you know, maybe she'll go up to a small bore rifle or, mm-hmm. you know, different things like that, all depending upon what she's capable of doing, doing safely. And that's where it was, uh, very, very uplifting to hear them talk about how much they've taken the you know, adaptive program and started pushing it out. I was, I forget exactly what year, uh, Dr. Joe started with the NRA training education, but I was there when they, announced that he had joined the team and some of the adaptive stuff he's done. Uh, When he started talking about, they're adding it to the training counselor development workshop that they have a module now in there to get training counselors up to speed on how to do things that they have things like a range in a box, which would have been really nice to know. And some of the things I've done in the, in the, in the past that there was actually a whole range. It's, it is a air rifle uh, range in a box. But when you think about it, you're, whether you're whatever group you're dealing with, if you want to do something for them and you can set up a range in the gym someplace or outside an open field or even even in a uh, in a church hall someplace because it's just air rifles and they've got the backings and everything to it the range in the box idea is i mean just phenomenal and then you know Joe, Joe was also talking about where the uh, the range development course that is available to gun uh, range owners and such that they can go to every year. There's a part in there now about adaptive shooting. They also stopped, talked about the, uh, uh, what was that? Uh, Moby map or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was basically a lot of ranges that I've gone to have crushed stone. Um, very few of them are, Nice, smooth surfaces, and you can very easily think that if somebody has a wheelchair, it would be very rough, very difficult for them by themselves to roll over this gravel, this crushed rock. These Moby mats actually came from uh, moving uh, heavy equipment on beaches, and they've got it in sizes that you can roll it out down to a 50-yard uh, target, and a person in a wheelchair now has a smooth surface relatively smooth i'm sure but they've got a hard surface and they don't have to worry about all those little rocks that get in the in between the tires and make it hard for them to roll and they can they can go down hang their target come back go back and forth and really feel part of it instead of having to wait just at the firing line and have somebody else go down and get their target them. so there they were some really great ones and probably the the biggest thing that i thought was really great to hear was for those people and i'm sure ella probably would be one of the People that would qualify for this is the waivers for competition when you think about it when you have when you have a handicap there you may not be able to do things exactly the way that the competition rulebook says and joe went along and said that if you if instructors or whoever uh once contacts him he will help people go along and get the waivers for the competition to say hey they they don't have to go along and be in this position they can be accommodated along these positions something along something along those lines which again it's one of those ways to to go along encourage more people to be involved in the shooting sports involved in our courses everything else like that and then they've got the there's a new shooting rate or new instructor rating coming out for adaptive shooting uh don't have any specifics on that details are being going to be coming. And the adaptive uh, considerations is also being expanded in the uh, BIT, the basic instructor training program. And anybody who's gone through it in the last four or five years know that it's been fairly limited in scope. And I'm really hoping that they open that up a little bit because I'm right there with you, Jeff. I'm probably in that aging defender uh, uh, age group there where I've got certain things that are, don't move as well as uh, when I when I was uh, 20 30 years ago and those are all things where we want to get more people involved and the best way of doing that is going along having options to where okay you know you you're you're using a wheelchair we talked about Moby mat uh, bring those okay if you're gonna if you got crutches well here's something different you can use or you know your eyesights not so good use these type of things and have options to people you get people an ability to feel achievement and do those and build upon those skills. Really, uh, really, really one of those things that's neat to see when you have somebody, uh, who has those, has challenges, overcome them. It's a, uh, it's, it's great to be there and see, see the smile on their faces. Exactly. Uh, one other thing that was really, uh, neat to see that they were updating was the basic of pistol, uh, shooting, uh, uh, student book uh, anybody who s- saw the book last year knows that they went to a hardbound book uh, many people gave them feedback they didn't like the hardbound book because it didn't lay flat harder for the students to use it earlier this year I saw that they w- went back to sprawl bound books the new books and since this is an audio po- podcast can't really uh, show it to anybody so you can see it but I will describe it that instead of it being and the size is currently is going to be in a rectangle format, still spiral bound and have updated pictures, updated information uh, on it. Uh, But the only downside to it is they're, they're expecting not to be shipping them out to everybody until probably the third quarter. That's all based upon the inventory they currently have in the warehouse. So they, there are uh, teach more courses and, Will we get the new books sooner, or uh, if we don't teach enough courses? And maybe it might be late third quarter, fourth quarter before we uh, start seeing those books uh, coming in our student packets for the um, updated. I, I, they didn't say anything about updated PowerPoints, did they, Jeff? I don't believe.
1: I, I think they mentioned once or mentioned about um, um, trying to get the PowerPoints to follow along with the book. Um, that would be um, nice. Yeah. So I think, I think that is something that, they're, that, that they were addressing.
0: Yeah. And if they have new PowerPoints, uh, people can download them at the NRA nrainstructor.org uh, website for, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. well, Jeff, here's probably the biggest announcement uh, that I know I was waiting for uh, at the instructor update, but NRA has a new concealed carry course. It's not a, it's not a modified pistol course. It is a true concealed carry course. Tell us about that, Jeff.
1: Thanks. Hey, well, um, I, from what, from what I, from what I saw on there, it, uh, it looked like, uh, I mean, I, I love the basic pistol shooting course. I think it's a, it's a great course. Um, however, it's not really geared much towards concealed carry. Um, and this one, this one here definitely seemed to take more of the uh, defensive shooting um, um, aspects of it. It's going to be a modular course. So basically, you're going to be able to select uh, the modules that you have to teach for your state. And um, and then as you uh, as you teach these courses, you'll actually check them off, and and it'll and it will print then what modules were taught on the uh, on the actual uh, certificate. It's all e e-cert- all e certificates, so there's no uh, uh, there's no paper certificate. It's uh, it's an electronic certificate that uh, um, that you'll, that they'll be using for it. Um, it okay, uh, I,
0: ten I, modules, and if you teach all ten, it's about fourteen hours worth of classroom. Exactly. <laughs> but the thing about it is, before everybody you know jumps. Through the through the out the window, is it all depends on the state how many of those modules you really do have to um, uh, to go through in order to meet your state qualification. And this is a big plus because I know Ohio is one of one of those states. Also, when you print the e certificate off the website, it will be state specific. So that from I haven't seen seen it yet but I would assume that for Ohio the Ohio Revised Code statement the slug that we've always got to put in our certificates to say that the course complies with the Ohio Revised Code that that will be printed on there straight from the NRA website versus us having to do a separate certificate for our students so they can get their concealed carry a license so that's some really good pieces for them. one of the things where people probably are not going to be exactly uh, happy with it is there was a lot of questions about Illinois and people needing to get uh, the courses uh, qualified in Illinois by the Illinois uh, State Police. And what the NRA said was that the course is built to uh, fulfill all requirements that they knew last year when they when they built the course. and But if you need a certification, course ID, or something else like that, for your uh, state, that's going to be left up for the individual instructors to get on their own. The NRA is not going to be approaching each state to get a uh, blanket certificate or anything else like that yeah. uh, for it. So those were those are some good and bad with it. Uh, there's about 150 training counselors that are currently certified out there. There are courses listed in the nrainstructors.org website that people that are interested in going along getting – Certified can look find a instructor course and go from there. Once a training counselor goes through the student through the instructor course, and obviously they can go ahead and start teaching it. But uh, once instructors get it, then they can start offering the course also. And just to reiterate, uh, if you are teaching the NRA basic pistol course for your concealed carry currently, that's completely valid still. Um, this is just another option for you. And as it was explained to me, and I will preface this, that I am not certified on the NRA concealed carry course yet. But it's a combination of basic pistol and personal protection outside the home for those instructors that already have those uh, certifications. But there is no shortcuts to it. In order to get certified, you've got to go through a student course, and then you have to go through the instructor course for it. So keep your eye, keep your eyes open for those courses around the area, and uh, uh, make make a business decision whether you're going to invest in a new NRA course or whether you're going to keep uh, doing things the way are currently. But give it a look and and see what makes sense for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I thought was uh, probably long overdue uh, from because once I uh, will preface this. Way back when, the NRA used to have master training counselors, senior training counselors, and all those uh, people kind of built a pyramid to where a training counselor would go to a senior training counselor, get trained. Uh, The NRA, uh, Fairfax, has taken over the training of training counselors, but they're going back now to where they are setting up a program to where there will be 99 state training counselors and there will be eight regional training counselors. So what these 107 training counselors will be doing is helping get the word out from the training education, probably answering some questions, but what they're trying to do is trying to be be a little bit more, uh, flow a little bit more information out to people as a whole. Uh, I've met, talked to instructors that have never heard anything from the NRA since they took their training courses. Or from a, or from a training council or anybody else like that. Uh, if there's somebody in your state, you can call ten or twenty instructors to see how things are going, get their input. Uh, it might be a great way I see, and giving feedback to Fairfax to say, hey, you know, we need a course and to do this, we need a course to do that, or these these people are really having problems with this, and a way of getting getting a voice for those uh, instructors. So I'm really interested in seeing what the qualifications are going to be, uh, for these, uh, state and regional training counselors, because, uh, they didn't, they, they didn't have everything ready to share. Uh, they did say it was going to be on a point system. So obviously the more courses you've taught, the more, uh, uh certifications you have, uh, the better your chances of becoming an appointed one they are only going to be appointed for a two year term. And, if it works out maybe you'll get a second term but the, but there's going to be a lot of feedback in in it how well did you do the job how well um uh how, what else you know are you doing to to help the NRA training and education get more more get the word out there and the bottom line that was uh, reiterated by Eric Frohart was if there's ever a issue where you know stricter ha you know has a problem or a training counselor has a problem. Training education is always there to answer their questions. So if they, fr- if they find a problem, they can get a hold of them or they can get a hold of these uh, training counselors also, all depending upon. But any uh, discipline or anything along those lines, they're always. it's always going to be coordinated with Fairfax. The, these training counselors are just there in order to uh, communicate or to facilitate communication down. So those are really good. Uh, some of the future projects that they've got, uh, we talked about the CCW going with the, with the e-certificates. Well, everything's going to end up being online certificates and they expect to have that. I believe by the end of the year, uh, was, was their goal. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of these obviously are probably what they hope to have happen. So don't make any plans to rip up your old certificates quite yet because, uh, If they make it, great. If they don't make it, you'll still need those certificates in there. They also want to go along and update the nrainstructor.org website. Now, for those people that are new to it, it seems probably completely sufficient. But I can tell you from my experience, if you've got a lot of certifications, you've got a lot of courses, you're trying to manage a lot of stuff through the NRA website, it gets uh, very challenging at times to get things done quickly and easily. And there are a few bugs still in the website. So hopefully a redesign will take care of, of all, those, all those issues with it. Uh, something else I talked about was getting the uh, logos updated. I know four years ago they updated everything from the round logos to the logos they have today. But what they want to do now is they want to go have a, a standard logo or look brand, probably more appropriate to the instructor. Uh, patches to the course patches to all those uh, pieces so when you look at it it's very easy to tell oh that's a nra course very smart in my mind because branding uh, means so much when you're talking about you know the average the average user and different things like that if if they see something like oh i i trust that i like that i i want something like that a lot of things in in our lives are all built around those brands and the NRA is doing the same type of thing. Uh, the other thing that was, uh, was talked about was they are currently looking at all the courses they're offering, and they're also looking at uh, courses they want to develop. Uh, there, w- there were no promises as far as what that means. Uh, so it doesn't mean that they're going to have an updated uh, defensive pistol course out this year or that they're going to come out with a carbine or a, a defensive shotgun course which uh, I asked about uh, but they are looking at it and the best way I would say to encourage them to do that is make sure you're calling up making sure that if you're ever asked for your opinion give it let them know what what you can do what you would like to see and what would help you build your business and then one of the things I don't think any of us would uh, would argue about education trainings and be hiring more people, more staff. So they didn't say how many, but uh, there's been a few uh, staff members in the last year that have left. And uh, we had uh, John Howard, Brent uh, Simon, and Eric Frohart at the instructor update. And they probably need three or four more people minimum to fill out their call tree, call tree, and and making sure they've got people that can answer the questions because keep in mind, I can't add it up top of my head, but there's over 110,000 people, 110,000 people they're trying to support with questions from, I can't, I can't register this course to, I can't print my certificate to, I can't log in type of thing. And you can imagine, I'm, I can only... I can only imagine how many users they've got calling up every day with just "I can't log in" kind of questions, or you know, my course disappeared on me. What's the problem? And they've, they're trying to help that person, that instructor, through to get their course uh, submitted properly and all the credentials, those types of things. It's I've worked in I've worked in organizations that have had thousands of people, not not a hundred thousand people. That'd be crazy, Jeff. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: I think that was one takeaway that I kind of t- that uh, um, I pulled away from this is they the education and training department definitely seems to be more focused on communication. Um, I think they've recognized sort of a deficit they've had, um, and it looks like they are taking some positive steps with uh, you know, with uh, with the new t- uh, regional uh, TC program and and the new uh, uh, inbound call center. Um, it really sounds like they're uh, they're 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 making imp- making some important improvements to it.
0: Yeah, well, hundred thousand people plus.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You figure out how much they've got to work to be efficient about it, because obviously, if they spend a half hour with each one of those people, <laughs> they wouldn't get anything else done. So they got to be efficient about what they put on the web websites to say, okay, here's you know, self help guides versus you know, call in and we will help you work through this issue or try to figure out um, when when I was. Uh, at the end, uh, talking to Eric Frohart, I know, uh, Brent was actually back there working with one of the instructors who was having problems logging onto the website and mm-hmm. they're very willing to help out. The thing is, we've got to a do our jobs and making sure that we've exhausted everything. And then B, we've got to pick up the phone, sit down in front of our computer and, and they will help us, uh, walk through it and such. But Eric did say that the three things that the, that he's focused on when it comes to education training what for their operating system is people strategy and execution he wants to get to the point that if they are working on a new something or they're coming up to a deadline and we can probably all if you've ever worked on a project corporate america or any other kind of job you always want to make sure you can plan on when things are going to be available and that's where he wants to have the execution down to where they can, where we can depend on. If he says the book is going to be available on this date, the book will be available on mm-hmm. that date or the course will be updated. Those types of things. It's not going to be slipping to where it's like, yeah, it was something we wanted to do last year. Just haven't gotten around to it this year. Exactly. One of the things I thought was really neat that they came up with is they have the training counselor of the year award. Now they didn't go along and give us what the nomination process is going to be, uh, but uh, didn't catch his full name, but I believe his first name was Brian. Uh, that was awarded. Uh, Brian was a training counselor; had done quite a bit, stayed in contact with his students, and uh, really made a difference in their lives and making them good instructors. Which every training counselor should be doing that. And those are the types of things to where training education wanted to go along call those people out. Make sure that people uh, see what you know a good training counselor should be, and encourage everybody else to do things along those same lines. Uh, I'm sure nomination process, deadlines and everything else like that will probably be coming out later this year, so they'll be ready to do a, uh, to do the award next annual meeting, which will be in Nashville. but um, do you remember what, what is it going to be in, in March or April?
1: I thought
0: it was still in April. Okay. Well, I think it, it oscillates depending upon where Easter is sometimes. That's hmm. been been in March. But next year in Nashville, they will announce new ones. Sometime before Nashville, they will come, be coming out with some qualifications for it. And then the uh, question and answer for the instructors in attendance. Do you have any highlights on that, Jeff, that we haven't gone over so far?
1: Yeah, just a couple here. We uh, talked. We talked about the PowerPoint being updated in the Winchester Award. Um, one question they had was, uh, why isn't the instructor portal the instructor portal better advertised, like in the American Rifleman or or things like that? And no definitive answer was really given. Um, so, uh, uh, but I thought that was was also important. And I think it's uh, um, if you've ever studied much in uh, the, the search engine optimization. Uh, the search in the uh, SEO of the of the uh, NRA websites um, pretty low, which is surprising considering they're it's got National Rifle Association. But the being able to search, uh, just do a Google search for an instructor um, or a class, it just it just doesn't uh, show up. Um, another thing they had was uh, um, you know was the CCW program going to compete with Carry guard? and, and uh, Carry Guard's been suspended, so they're not doing the uh, the Carry Guard. Uh, um, that the carry guard training, uh, anymore. So, uh, in fact, I think they even rebranded the, uh, they used to have the carry guard expo and it's now, uh, um, and now it's just the, I think personal protection, uh, expo. Um, yeah.
0: more, more to come on carry guard because obviously there's a lot of money that's been invested in there and, uh, just have to wait and see what, how it comes out, what, where it gets repackaged as, or, you know, what's it called? All those things. Yep. A lot, lot of question marks still around uh, Carry Guard. Exactly, all of us. Uh,
1: they also had the. I I think this is a as uh, some good news too. They're they're looking at uh, at uh, updating and improving the store, uh, especially on our ability to buy shirts. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, anybody who's want to try to get a, a branded shirt, uh, they're, they they be kind of hard to come by. In fact, a lot of instructors mentioned that they're just uh, you know basically uh, getting a shirt with Velcro and put slap and a patch on it to. Uh, um, to, to, to get it to, to, to get, I'm guilty of doing that. Exactly. Um, well, boy Scouts, that's what we learned to do. (laughs) Uh Exactly.
0: One of the things I was very encouraged, this came in the mail today was I got an NRA shop magazine that goes Uh along, allows you to customize your shirts. You can, can what logo you want, you want embroidered on it and everything else like that. And it's like, huh, and they they had some instructor stuff in there, so it was one of those things where they're like, huh, maybe it's uh, may, maybe it wasn't caused from the instructor update, but maybe they're uh, thinking a little bit about how to make things a little bit more customizable. Because I know from my perspective, I'm a little bigger guy; it's it's a little harder trying to trying to order things out of, out of the book. But if I can go along and customize it, that definitely is a lot more appealing to me to to look at at the NRA catalog versus what everything was previously or it's just you either uh, get the big uh, plastic bullseye on your back uh, <laughs> t-shirt with the old uh, nra instructor shirts mm-hmm. or you got the uh, uh the cotton uh, polo shirts which uh, yeah. were not that great to wear in the summertime type of thing uh yeah. i saw they had uh 511 a couple other different brands that you can customize so that's that that is a neat thing going in the right mm-hmm. direction in my opinion with it yeah. any other notes you had jeff about
1: it? Uh, I think that was pretty much, uh, the, 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 really the bulk of my notes. Um, I, minor why Claudia Olson is now heading up the, uh, the boy Scouts program. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I, 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 took notice of that. And, uh, you, and then you mentioned the, uh, the women on targets about, on how that's, uh, the advertising for them is, as it's in pretty much the same, same boat as the instructors. It's, yep. it's kind of hard to find a, a particular, uh, women on target or, um, class. So John Howard did say he was going to be uh, uh, be looking into that, seeing what they can do to improve that.
0: Yep. And one of the things I will go along. These are Jeff mine's notes. Um, mm-hmm. The official word comes from the NRA Training ed- Education Department, and they are they did videotape the instructor update at the annual meeting, and they did say they would be publishing that. So I would imagine at some point they will be publishing it either on the portal, NRA Instructor Portal, or it will be. Out in a email blast to instructors and training counselors, so everybody has an update. So you can go along and listen uh, to to it firsthand and see exactly how things were. But this is these are the takeaways that Jeff and I had from it. Very encouraging with with the uh, communication where they're working on communicating with uh, the instructors better. Uh, encouraged when it comes to the uh, uh, adaptability, the the handicap. The challenged individual program, and also with the announcement of the uh, new NRA concealed carry program. All those are things that people have been looking for, wanting for a long time, and great to see those uh, being launched. Well, Jeff, uh, enough about the instructor update. If people want to find a little bit more uh, out about you, uh, where can they find more out about you?
1: Excellent. My best first place to go is my, uh, is my website. It's uh, nottoday.net. Um, and, uh, so that's not today, just, uh, all, all one word. Um, I'm also at uh, not today LLC on Facebook and, uh, and Twitter. So, um, um, if you feel if we, uh, go ahead and check us out. We're located in, uh, in Northern Kentucky, um, in Taylor mill. And, uh, uh, we're very excited to, uh, to, to, to talk to you. So.
0: Yeah, great to have you on today, Jeff. Uh, I don't get to see you that much, uh, even though we're only uh, what, probably 10, 20 miles away from each other. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm in Ohio, you, you being over in Kentucky there, but it's great seeing you at the uh, NRA uh, instructor update. And uh, one other thing that uh, we organized on Friday night, and it got out to a few people, and a few people attended the uh, instructor dinner. Uh, mm-hmm. We had uh, about 10 people that showed up, so that's really nice as uh, we go along and We see here, uh, you know, people on social media all the time. We never really see them in person, and it's nice when we can go along and and get those people in a room, eat, sit down for a little bit. I think uh, I was there for close to two and a half hours. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was uh, it was very very nice seeing everybody.
1: Yeah, I'm still trying to work that pizza off
0: um <laughs> union jacks and speedway that was <laughs> right. uh, that was some serious pizza it was uh took a while for them to uh to make it chicago style and bring it out to the table but that was mm-hmm. damn good pizza
1: anytime they say we're cutting your pizza and it'll be out here in five minutes it takes five minutes to cut a pizza you know it's a good piece of pizza <laughs>
0: Yes, it was. Very, very good, Jeff. Very good. Well, that about wraps things up for today. If you enjoyed today's show, we got a few important requests for you to make. First, compare your instructor in, uh, coverage with what's offered from the Fire Trainers Association at ftaprotect.com. Use discount code FTP10 to get 10% off on your policy. And hope, and you will find that they are very competitive. They have very uh, good coverage for it and it's worth your time to take a look at it and if you are currently under insurance policy uh and you're saying i gotta wait until december call up your you call up your other insurance company and see if the, see if they'll refund your money uh some of them will some of them won't but uh it's a great way to switch over and have better coverage overall with it and we have a upcoming podcast with, uh, the firearm trainers association talking about it with their coverage and everything in a couple weeks. So that'll be a good one for people to uh, listen. The other thing, this is a bonus episode, but wanted to thank everybody. We're only in our second week and we have already surpassed over 3000 downloads and we really appreciate all that support from everybody. Uh, wasn't really sure what we're going to do, uh, how far we're going to be able to take this podcast, but 3000 downloads in less than two weeks. We are extremely happy with it, uh, very happy. I uh, also want to go along and thank everybody for interacting with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, keep it coming. Uh, people are asking questions. People are get, getting things clarified, and we are there to answer the questions, and it's been really great to interact with those uh, people on those uh, platforms because we're trying to make you better instructors. We're trying to get you the best information possible, and sometimes we may, we may, we may be wrong. Sometimes we might have to explain what we we're talking about a little bit more, but if we don't hear from you, we can't help you uh, from it. If you still use email, uh, if feel free to use to send us email at ftp.concealedcarry.com. At so far, I'm up to one email in the last uh, two weeks, so that's why I say if people still use email. Got a lot more Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook messages than we have uh, email, to say the least. So that was uh, been very interesting also want to ask you to subscribe. Give us a review on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you listen to the podcast at. Uh, that helps us. Uh, it will help you keep you current on each episode that comes out. Remember that we're coming out with a new episode every Tuesday, uh, except for this one, which will be a bonus episode. That'll be the second one for this week. That'll be coming out about the NRA instructor update. And also, too, go out. Tell other instructors about this podcast. We are trying to make this as a resource for all instructors be better instructors, be the best instructors they can be to make their students the best they can be also. And remember, we bring you this podcast to support the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every firearm instructor America that dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. Stay safe out there and consider taking somebody new to the range.